Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. I love sharing Torah classes, and thank you for listening to this episode. Feel free to follow and to share with others so they too can enjoy the Torah classes on this podcast. Now, on to the episode. Today's Daf Mesech is Gitin is Daf Nun Ches 58. We begin at the bottom of Nun Zayin and Bez. We're going to have four sections in today's Daf. The first section begins with a further discussion about Chorban Beitar, etc. So the Gemara tells us here that there were large, massive amounts of tefillin found from the, from the Haruge Beitar, those killed by Beitar, 40 saw of Shalyad and 120 Sela of the Shalrosh. And the, on the side, the Gemara says during Chorban Bayis Rishon, there were Ka- a certain amount of kav of brains, four or nine kav of brains that were found smashed on a rock by the Babylonians, uh, highlighting the t- tragedy that occurred there as well. Uh, back in the back in Beitar now, Jewish kids are more beautiful than Paz, and they were used for visuals during Tashmish to produce wonderful, good children for the Romans. And the Gemara quotes a source in the Pesukim for this. And then the Gemara tells us that there were thousands of children, it goes through the numbers, in Beitar learning Torah, who eventually were wrapped in Svarim and burnt by the Romans in such a depraved way. The Gemara tells us three storylines of the depravity and suffering and sin that occurred leading up to the, or leading, after and leading up to the Chorban. So the first is the story of Yeshua ben Hanania redeemed or Yishmael ben Elisha as a child from the Roman prisons and predicted accurately that he would become a posek morohara the Israel. And also we learn about Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha's children who were sold as slaves, died in embrace, in prison, etc. Second story is Tzafnas Bas Peniel, who was a beautiful woman. She was a daughter of a Kohen Gadol. And the Gemara tells us how she invoked the fact that not only is Akadosh ba- is, are the Jewish people being abused and degraded, but HaKadosh Baruch whose name is also being desecrated when the Jews suffer and are desecrated in this world. And the final story the Gemara tells us here is there was a story of the apprentice who with the adulterous wife of his carpenter master sealed the fate for the Chorban as the Gemara lays out for us. Now turning to Nechesim Mudbeis. We have a Machlaikis here. We're going to move on now back to the Mishnah. So we had three sections in the Mishnah. The first was the Mishnah Rishonu who says that if you buy from the uh, Goy, and then you buy from the, the, the Sekrikon, and then from the Jew, it's Batel. We had the Bezin Shalacharim, who says it's acceptable to pay the owner a quarter. And then we had Rebbe Hoshev Bezdin, after 12 months, um, that Talacha would be, you would be able to keep it and pay a quarter of the value to the original master, the original owner. So the Gemara now tells the Machlaikis regarding this Mishnah Rishona. When it says in the Mishnah Rishona that it's not considered an effective sale because the Jew only sold it under pressure, he didn't want to either be killed by the guy or, meaning when he, when he sold it after the guy had sold it, or because he thought he could deal with this guy, with this Jew more than the guy. So Rav says it's only if there was a verbal transaction, but if he wrote in a shtar, it would be a valid sale. Shmuel says it also would be that the shtar has to write achrayas nechassin. The rice is able to be explained like both. The second point is that the Bezdin Shalach Arayan said that you'd pay a quarter of the value to the owner and keep the property. So the Gemara brings a brice that says, which we explained to mean, when he bought it from the Goy and then he ate it for three years, then he sold it to a new Jew, the Bezdin will claim for the second, on behalf of the second, that the original Jew paid the original owner, meaning the original purchaser paid the original Jewish owner a quarter, and therefore this new purchaser can keep it, but they won't claim on behalf of the first purchaser because he would have to claim on his own with a chazaka for, to have a chazaka with a taina in order to be able to keep that property. Okay. Now, 
the guy, if the guy took the land not under the threat of death, meaning he just took the land because either of a debt that the Jew owed him or he just outright stole it. Since it's not a wholehearted transfer, even after 12 months, like Rabbi says, the second buyer who purchases from the guy would actually have to return and not get away with just paying a quarter of its value. There's no such rule in Bavel because there's courts that would support a Jew claim the field back from the guy, and in not doing so, in not claiming it back, he implied that he was actually mochel, so there he'd be able to keep. The second Jew purchase would be able to keep. And Gemara quotes a story with Rogidil Bari Eloi, where he wanted to claim back the two years of monies that he had paid up up front on behalf of the owners who had come back. And the Gemara concludes, this is not like Sikrikun, and therefore he forfeited that money. He shouldn't have paid up front in advance monies that wasn't necessary for him to pay. Final section of the day. Now the Mishnah told us that Rebbe says, and really the Beis Shalach Hareyim, you pay a quarter of the value, and then you could keep the field that was originally claimed by a Jew, by a Goy, by the Sikrikun, from the Goy. Going to Rebbe, if it was in the hands of the guy for 12 months. So we have Machlekes here. How do we calculate a quarter? Rav says that a Sikrikon tends to sell the land for a fifth less than its true value, and therefore he'll sell a field that's worth five for four. So therefore you pay one to the original owner, which is a fifth of its true value, which is a quarter of the purchase price that you paid the guy originally. Shmuel says that the Sikrikon tends to sell for a quarter less than its true value, so a field that's worth four, he'll charge three, and therefore you pay one, which is a quarter of its true value, a third of the price that was paid by the guy. The brisa, which says a quarter of the mice, Shmuel interprets it to mean that it's a quarter after paying the owner one, which is a third of its original value. It means it's a quarter of what everything you've paid, which is a third of the original value you paid the guy. And it works, therefore, according to Shmuel. We're stopping the bottom of Nun Chesim at Beis. Be'ezra Hashem will move on tomorrow to discuss more the opinion of Rebbe, Haisha Bezdin, after 12 months, you could keep it and pay the, the guy a quarter of its value. And everybody should have a wonderful day.